Good morning. Good morning, family. Happy Thursday. All right, I'm so excited to be waking up with you this morning. This is your girl, Good Juju, and you are listening to the Good Juju podcast, where together we tackle becoming the best versions of ourselves. All right, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, make sure that you do at underscore underscore good juju. That's underscore underscore G double O D J U J U to continue the conversation and healing after the end of today's episode. All right, family. So this month we have been tackling the theme of choosing as we explore the power behind our choices. All right, today is no different. As we tackle the theme of money, all right, choosing money. And I'm not necessarily going to really talk about, you know, how to make money, how to sustain your money, how to solve your money, how to save your money, whatever the case may be, because, you know, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm a soul advisor, you know? So I'm more so wanting to tackle your relationship with money, okay? And just the theme of money and the role it plays in our lives in general, okay? So money, I don't really need to describe what that is because all of us are currently in a culture, right? Where chasing money, chasing bags is something that is extremely influenced, okay, within our culture. Not just a New York City culture or a life, like American culture, but also in a lot of our heritage, right? In a lot of the places where we come from. So, If you are first generation like myself, then your parents, right, were the brave ones or your grandparents also were the brave ones to leave their countries and come to America to seek a better life and to seek more opportunity for you. All right. First of all, that's a brave ass thing. I want to give a to our parents real quick, because I know if that was my role, if it was up to me to move to another country, to start a new life for the betterment of the generations after me, my goodness, it it couldn't be me. (laughs) It could have been me. Like the emotional healing, the mental healing, the spiritual healing. Yeah, I'll do that part. But the fucking actually physically moving from one place to another, my goodness. Anyway, so your first generation, you are used to money being a conversation, right? Money being the problem solver. What I've noticed as a first generation child is that money was always a conversation in my home, all right? Money was like the end all be all. It's like either we didn't have enough or we had enough for us to feel a little bit comfortable for that moment. But there was always an innate search for more. There was never enough satisfaction around how much money we had. And so that created within myself, right, this need to try to fight to find money, right? Operating from this place of lack because growing up, there was never really what I felt like to be enough or what my parents felt like to be enough, right? So I want you to be able to think about through that lens, right? Your relationship with money, 
So growing up, what conversations were happening around you by your family, um, by your parents, by older siblings about money that have directly influenced the way that you see it, right? What are some of those conversations? It's so funny. I had, I had a combo with one of my sisters, right? One of my sorority sisters. And she was telling me how, you know, she grew up the complete opposite of me. Like she grew up very comfortable, you know, her dad was able to provide everything and, and life was able to sustain itself from what, from the outside looking in for her very smoothly, you know? And so that has influenced her relationship with money. And I think that that's so interesting because it allows her to see an abundance of money. Cause she's just like, this is everywhere. It's going to be everywhere as opposed to what may feel like someone on the other end of the spectrum that grew up poor, that they're like, I'm in the hunt for it. Why isn't it here? Right. It's important for you to do that pre-work to understand how your childhood and how the people raising you have influenced your relationship with money. Because at this point, as an adult, right, you have more power behind your choices with money. Because what you need to understand is that money can very well, if you don't separate it, from your being and from how you describe yourself and from how you see yourself, money can drive you to be a person that you are not. Okay. It can drive you to make decisions that you don't necessarily think reflect your truth. Okay. Because the thing is what I want you all to walk away and understand from this episode is that money is a tool. It is not a definition of who you are. Okay. It is not a reflection of where you are in life. Money is a tool. Money is a tool to get you more tools, more access so that you can continue to dig into different versions of yourself into your highest self. Okay. So I bring this up to say, if you have a dollar, let's say, right? Let's say you're hungry and you have a dollar, you go into the bodega, you get yourself a butter roll, right? Boom. That dollar was just a tool to gain you access to what you need to be full, The same thing goes with anything else you want in life. You got the money to get an education to get you to the job you want. Cool. You got the money to get you to the location you wanted to go to so that you can learn more about yourself and that culture and that experience. That's what's up. You got the money to buy yourself the book that you're going to read and study from to learn a new skill that's going to turn you into the most successful version of yourself. That's what's up right? Money is a tool. Now where it gets and becomes a gray area is when people become dependent on money and start defining their happiness on money alone, right? There are people out there, family, there are people out there 
that are miserable. They have everything. They have great health. Their family is in great health. They have love around them. They're being supported, all these things. But if they do not have the money in their bank account that they should have in their bank account, they are miserable. In their minds, there is nothing to be grateful for. There's not enough. There's a place of lack. They're going to do what they need to do to get the money to look the way that they want it to in order for them to truly feel like they're happy. Here's the thing. That type of mentality is how you run money away. Money is energy, family. If you understand and you start to put out there, I am abundant, I got the money, that money is going to fall from the freaking sky practically, right? And yes, you'll have to put in work because it's a relationship. You got to put in work. All right. You got to put in work to get the money, whichever way that you want to get the money. But operating from a place of lack keeps that money away. Or it creates holes at the bottom of your pockets. Because you are putting out into the world, I can't keep the money. I could get the money, but I can't sustain the money. So now all the money that comes in is going to go right in one pocket, out the other pocket, right? So it's very important that you start to think very intentionally around what your relationship with money is and how you define your happiness according to the money, right? Another thing you want to think about is sustainability, are you dependent on one way of making money? Are you dependent on one lifestyle in making money? Are you emotionally bound to money? Does it keep you in a place you don't like? You know how many people I know are in jobs that they hate, in jobs that they hate because they get a good paycheck. Listen, listen. I just want to say, family, life is too short for you to do anything you don't want to do, for you to stay in a space that drains you more than it elevates you. Money is everywhere, family. You are money. Shit, I'm dressed in money. Fuck out of here. You are money. And so you are the source that can tap into whatever source of money you want to. It's just about creating a plan and being intentional around how you are going to do that. And I promise it takes a lot less self-sacrifice than you think. Okay. I think money, another thing that you need to think about when thinking about money is the role that it plays in gender roles themselves. Listen, I was in a relationship where money was actually a fucking problem. All right. I was in a relationship where my partner, as a man, thought that it was his role to provide financially. And when he realized that I was providing financially for myself, there was a blockage there. Right. There was a blockage there because he's like, you're not letting me provide in the way that I want to provide. And I'm meeting him halfway and saying, but that's not what I need you to provide. And I realized, right, how his childhood and how the conversations around money had impacted him. 
right? So much that it carried on into the relationships that he carried and that he was trying to maintain and how he saw himself, how he defined himself. And I'm not going to lie. I don't want to speak too specifically and I don't want to speak too generally, but a lot of men, a lot of men see themselves depending on how much money they have. I have not met one man, one man that has felt insecure with his money and jumped into a relationship unless the intention was to use shorty's money, which is a bitch ass. (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, I have not met a single man that has said that feels comfortable enough to open up emotionally to somebody without feeling stable within their finances first. And I do think family going back to this first generation part, a lot of us are right. So a lot of us have seen our family struggles and struggle, excuse me. And a lot of us kind of put this pressure on ourselves to be the financial change, right? Which is totally fine. But when you start defining yourself as it, when you start saying, I am not full without my pockets being full, that's a fucking problem. Because money is not currency for your spirit. You can't buy happiness. You can't buy the things you actually need. I saw some video on Instagram. It was fire. It was like, you can buy a bed, but you can't buy rest right? You can buy the ticket to the experience, but you can't buy the joy. And that's a fact. That's a fact. And so why would we allow money to be a way in which we define ourselves? Why? Another thing with gender roles, right? It's not just the men out here. It's also women. It's also women. You know, it's become very popular in culture now to be like, you know, yo, yo, buy me a Birkin. If he ain't buying me a Birkin, if he's not buying me this stuff, if he's not doing that stuff, I'm not with it. Ma'am. Ma'am. You going to tell me he's going to have missing teeth. The teeth that he does have are yellow and chipped. He doesn't know how to carry a conversation. His intentions are completely different than your intentions. You going to tell me you going to love him if he give you a stack. You know how fast that stack is going to go? You know how fast that thing going to go? It's limiting. It's limiting. When you don't have an empowered relationship with money, you begin to limit yourself and your experiences according to money. And money is a human-made thing. Listen, the minute you decide to change your mindset and look as money, look to money as a tool to get you to where you need to be, as opposed to how you define your happiness and how you define yourself, you're going to be in a healthier space because that anxiety around not having enough will leave 
Remember, nothing worse than operating from a place of lack. Nothing worse. Because all your mental energy is going to go towards how can I get more? Why don't I have enough? I have to make sure that all of these things are done. What? Definitely understandable, you know? But it's a really stressful, limiting way to live. It really is. It really is. Because you have the power to get all the money that you want, family, creatively, through a job, whatever the case may be. But understand that that only allows you experiences within the human realm, right? Within this lifetime, not within your spirit. So the minute you start to define your character by it, and the minute that you start to allow yourself to feel less than what you actually are and who you actually are, and you dim your light because you feel like you don't compete money-wise, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's when you truly start to miss out on real love, on real experiences. Some of the best experiences in my life family have been free have been free, have been words, have been hugs, have been love, have been kisses. So as we're entering the weekend, right, as we're entering the weekend and everybody got their stimmies and shit and life is moving forward, I want you to really think about what experiences you are investing in. All right. How are you actually using your money? Are you using your money for yourself to better yourself, to better your experiences, to better your lifetime here within this world? Or are you using as a tool, right? Or are you using money to validate who you are? Are you using money to validate a lifestyle you feel like people from the outside looking in are expecting from you? Are you even enjoying it? Are you enjoying your journey to making the money? Because when you're having fun and making money, it's nothing like it. When it's tied, when it is tied to your passion, when it is tied to your purpose, abundance going to flow. So what are you investing in, family? What are the people around you investing in? What is your environment investing in? And I want you to be able to be brave enough to trace it back to how you were taught about money. Because the thing is, family, okay, the thing is, is that money isn't going anywhere. The money is there, all right? But is your mind there? Are you prepared for what your decisions around money can bring you? Okay? Listen, family. You're one day away from the weekend. All right. I feel like March has been the fastest yet the longest month of all time. (laughs) Okay? But you know who's doing it? You're doing it, family. You're killing it. You're being the best versions of yourselves. You are genuinely trying. And I want you to know that I see you and I applaud you and I am proud of you. And anybody that has the audacity to try to tell you different, send them to me, please. Send them to the Good Juju podcast so they can maybe reflect and see themselves. 
Okay. <laughs> all right, family. Listen, I love you. I love you. I love you. You are the coolest. All right. The bravest, the brightest. And I cannot wait to see you on Monday and to be able to wake up with you on Monday. Okay. I love you. Bye.